Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. interviewing Ted Lee from the show Chasing Dallas. A new episode drops tonight. So make sure you check out tonight's episode and then meet me over here tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to talk with Mr. Ted Lee, honey. I am looking forward to the conversation. Come on in. Come on in. Sorry I'm a little late today. My apologies. I'm coming in now. Hit the like button as you walk in the door, please, and thank you. 
please and thank you. Here I come, here I come. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's going on? Happy Thursday, almost Friday to you all. Happy Thursday, almost Friday to you all. Um, Let me say hi to everybody walking in. What's up, little baby? Hey, Budget Weights. Hey, what's up, y'all? Diamond Pearl. Hey, Cams. I was getting ready to send you a message and let you know I was going live. Hey, Morgan. Cajun. Hey, 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 Miss Edith. Miss Baitay Earl. Hey, I will not go topless. I really be leave me alone. Huh? Topless? Who who going topless? What what happened? Oh my god, the verdict is the verdict is in. Oh, that was quick. Tracy, definitely let me know. Matter of fact, Tracy, I might give you my phone number because you might need to call me, girl. The verdict is in. No problem, Cajun. No problem, boo. Wow. Exactly, because earlier today I was listening to the jury instructions. I didn't expect a, a verdict back. No, that's it's definitely not a, it's not a hung jury. It's too quick for it to be a hung jury. They would have made them sit there for a couple of days at that. Wow. Either they found him guilty or not guilty. I mean, for it to be that quick, I mean, that's unanimous. And honestly... I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's a South Carolina lawyer. Well, we'll be live. Tracy, let us know. We'll we'll talk about it here. Breaking news, breaking news, child. Oh my goodness. Wow. Hey Xavier, what's up, boo? Wow. I am shocked that it only took three hours. Like, I am shocked. I didn't expect a verdict back until like Monday or Tuesday because I was like, well, they'll start deliberating, probably deliberate all day Friday. They don't usually deliberate over the weekend. I figured Monday or Tuesday, but wow. Well, we'll probably be live when it come down the pipe. We'll talk about it when it come down the pipe. Okay. The judge already dismissed the juror? Dang. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, let's get into what we need to get into. I have an unboxing. Hey, Harold, how you doing? This is the candle for today. It is a cinnamon spiced vanilla. Hot cocoa and cream. It's a lot going on with this can with this candle, y'all. Cinnamon spice vanilla, hot cocoa and cream. It's a lot going on with this candle, but it smells good, honey. It smells good. We get ready. I have an unboxing. My boo cams. My boo cams sent me um a gift. I don't know what it is, but I'm about to open it up and find out. He said it's safe for me to open uh to unbox. So I'm unboxing, let y'all see it, and then we're gonna get into the things of the things of the things. Shout out to the 40 people in the room. If you guys could go ahead and hit that like button. Hit the like button, please, and thank you. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. We about to stream this. What's the what's the YouTube channel that it's on? I think it's on Law and Crime or something like that. 
So I'm about to stream this. Hold on. Let me find this YouTube channel. Hold on, y'all. I'm gonna find the YouTube channel. We about to stream this. I think it's Law and Crime. I think it's the Law and Crime Network. Hold on, y'all. Oh, I'm sure Emily Baker's live. All right, y'all. It's a large crime. Can y'all see it? Okay, y'all can see it. Okay. I hope they don't flag my channel, Chad. I hope they don't flag my channel. The defendant will rise. Yeah. Madam Clerk, publish the verdict starting with the back, not with the Let's see. I'll tell you again. Starting with the back. I'm over by one. Pit number. 2022 GS15-00592, the state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, in the term of 2022, July, the state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code 0116. Okay. Guilty verdict signed by the four lady 3223. Ooh, guilty, y'all. Docket number 2022-GS-15-00593, the state of South Carolina, County of Colleton, in the Court of General Sessions, the July term of 2022. The state versus Richard Alexander Murdoch, defendant, indictment for murder, SC code 16-3-0010, CDR code 116-GS-15-005. I'm gonna stop straight. Um, damn. Wow, wow, wow. Guilty on all four counts, little baby said. Wow. Oh. Mm. Wow. 
Mm. Yeah, that's what I said. The verdict came back very quickly. Very, very quickly. Okay, well, the Murdoch verdict, I'll put that in the, the description box. The Murdoch verdict came back um, guilty on all four counts. Wow. Moving on. Let's get into the getting to this. Hey, what's up, Pat? The Murdoch verdict came back all four counts. Yeah, all four counts. All right, y'all. You said what? Are they about to start towing? Why? I think I I, I don't know because I told Trump was there when I got home and it was two police cars. I said there might be a repossession. Oh. Okay. Sometimes they'll call the police when they got to do a repossession if they think it's gonna be. But for them to still be out there, because they still out there, because they were out there when I got home. Oh, I don't know. They ain't telling me, so I don't know. But it was two police cars when I pulled up, and I saw the tow truck. And I said, oh, they must be getting ready to repossess to my car. But for them, for the, the tow trucks to still be out there, I don't know about that. That's that's a lot. All right. Xavier, you said, but you don't know why he did it. Well, they told, listen, they told y'all why he did it. Now, y'all don't have to like it. Y'all don't have to think it's a good reason, because this isn't really ever a good reason to unalive your family. But the man's back was against the wall. Um, you know, he had lost everything. He was probably getting ready to go to jail. You know, some people, he was a drug addict. You know, some people, he clearly wasn't thinking rationally. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, sometimes people don't need to, you know, it was that, that story of the guy that annihilated his whole family. Um, and he got rid of, he, he unalived his whole family because he had lost his job and he had been lying to his wife about having a job and everything was crumbling down around him. They were going to lose the house. They were going to lose everything because he had been lying to his wife. And so rather than tell her the truth, he unalived the family. I mean, sometimes it's just not that deep. I think, I think we expect these complicated CSI storylines and sometimes life just ain't that complicated. Sometimes people make bad ass decisions based off of really nothing, but what money he didn't have an insurance policy on his wife. That's not the point about the money. I didn't say he killed them to make money. I said he killed them because they lost all of their money. They lost everything. And he had just taken out a policy on, um, he had just taken out a policy. Not on, it wasn't on his wife, but he had taken out a policy on the property or something like that. He had just taken out a, a, an insurance policy like a month before, which to me showed premeditation, but whatever. Yeah, I think sometimes when people say, oh, well, there was no motive, there was no motive, I think people are waiting for these complicated law and order CSI motives, and it ain't always that complicated. You're living for the YouTuber saying unalive? Yeah, because YouTube don't like certain words, child. We got to be creative. Sometimes they'll get you, sometimes they won't. You, you know, so they don't like certain words. Okay. So let me open up my box, and then we're going to get into these stories that we got going on this week, child. It's been a busy two or three days, honey. It's been a lot going on. So this is my box from my boo cams. Hey, cams. Thank you, love. Oh, I done broke my pen. Y'all know I got two pairs of scissors over here, and I can't never find my scissors when I'm ready to open up a box. Oh. <laughs> cams, you didn't have to do... Oh, you didn't have to do this. Oh, thank you. 
Y'all, Cam's bought me a new microphone. Cam's, you did not have to do this. Oh my, y'all, he bought me a new microphone. Thank you so much, because you know my microphone been giving me problems. And this microphone ain't that old, and it's the same. You bought me the same microphone I already had, too. Thank you so much. Oh. Oh. Thank you so much, my love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, y'all, y'all spoil me. You wanted to? Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank See, the microphone heard y'all talking junk about it. It heard y'all talking shit. It heard y'all talking shit. All right. Can y'all hear me now? I'm back now. Can y'all hear me now? Right. It heard y'all talking about it. The microphone got its, it got its feelings hurt. He said, oh, you replacing me? Oh, you replacing me? <laughs> thank you so much cams though i appreciate you i appreciate you all right y'all let's get into these stories child we got a lot going on honey we got a lot going on child my phone blowing up it's talking about um uh the, the verdict child my phone blowing up okay where my where my list Mwah. thank you again cams thank you my love Okay. First of all, let where do we want to start? Tim Norman was sentenced today to life in jail. He was sentenced to life in jail for um convicted of the murder for hire case with his nephew. If y'all don't know who Tim Norman is, he is from Sweetie Pies, the son of um what my girl name from Sweetie Pies. And he was already convicted, but he was sentenced today. He's going to be in jail for the rest of his natural life. So, you know, bye-bye. Um, a lot of people been getting sentenced. Last week it was Harvey Weinstein and R. Kelly got more years added. Now we got Tim Norman. And then we, we got Tory Lance was supposed to be um, sentenced this week, but they pushed his sentence in back. Child, we got a lot of people that's going to jail, honey. A lot of people going to jail, um, Chronicle speaks to get a great job of covering the trial. Feel bad for Tim's son. Oh, not Timmy, his hips. Oh, Miss Robbie. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Miss Robbie, Miss Robbie. Yeah, I feel for her too. I mean, that's still her son. That was her nephew. Like, there's no win in that. There's no win in that. I mean, I said nephew, my bad, grandson. My grand, thank you, Pat. There's no winning in that. You know what I'm saying. Tim still won't admit he did it, child. He can come. Well, he can he can deny it um, to sell block eight. That's the only people that's listening now. Damn, South Carolina, quick! They're going to sentence him tomorrow. South Carolina don't play no games. God darn, he gonna get sentenced tomorrow. South Carolina was like, listen, we sick of the Murdoch and all of y'all. We ready for y'all to go to hell home. They had Nancy Grace. They had every every 
court, major court reporter, like was in the court. They there was so much media and stuff there. Nancy Grace, y'all saw Nancy Grace in the front row. How the hell did she get a front row seat? She probably bullied them people out of their seat. You know Nancy Grace don't be fucking fast. <laughs> Nancy Grace probably bullied them people out of their seat. Man. You know how Nancy Grace is. It said John Grisham was down there sitting next to Buster. He done probably sold the rights to their story. It's going to be a John Grisham book. Y'all give it about six months. It'll be a John Grisham book by the summer. Oh, yeah, he done already started the book. The book will be out by the summer. The movie will be out next year. <laughs> now it's live. He found guilty. I'm in Charleston. Nah, it's live now. He found. Yeah, we already we already saw it, Lily. He's going to be sentenced tomorrow. Is what we're saying. Yeah, we already I, we already looked at the verdict. We looked at the verdict early on. I hope they don't flag my video because I was so streaming. I could I couldn't type fast enough to find. So I just was streaming Law and Order or Law and something. One of them channels. So I hope don't don't um don't flag me, y'all. It was only like five minutes. Yeah, be all right. Yeah, them long crime. If this video disappears, y'all know why, because they flagged me, child. Take it down. Okay. Chris Brown, listen. Chris Brown and brought the girl up on the stage and was bumping and grinding and doing his best, you know, Chris Brownisms. And the girl was on her phone the whole time. She wouldn't get off her phone. So Chris Brown took that phone and threw it in the crowd. He said, F that phone. Now, people are mad at Chris Brown for that. Me, personally, I understand where he's coming from. That man was up there working, okay? Then you know how many women in that audience would have loved for Chris Brown to bring them up on stage and bump and grind? I mean, you're going to get the footage. Everybody and their cousin got the footage. I ain't mad at Chris Brown for saying oh, F that phone and throwing it into the crowd. I want to do that to my students every day when they on their phone instead of listening to me. I want to take their phone and say F that phone and throw it out the window. I promise you I do. So I listen, I'm not mad at Chris Brown. Chris Brown was working. He said, I am working. Okay? And I brought you up on this stage. You are supposed to be happy. You are supposed to be excited. You're supposed to be crying. You're supposed to be screaming Chris Brown, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I love you. And you on your damn phone? No, ma'am. I ain't mad at Chris on this one. I ain't mad at Chris on this one. Now, y'all know, I know somebody ain't going to defend that girl. I ain't mad at Chris. Chris said, you're going to get these body rolls. Damn, Chris Brown said, I am doing my best Chris Brown breakdown for you. I done brought you up on, you know how many women out here, millions of women in this audience I could have brought up here? And you won't get off your damn cell phone? You're not worried about your phone information? Whose phone information? Maybe she don't feel anything that she shouldn't have went up there. He ain't make her go up there. Listen, let me tell you something. If I'm at a concert with somebody I don't really care about, I don't know why I would be there, but let's just say I was, and he said, hey, you, come up on stage. I'd be like, mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. I ain't coming up there. Pat, shut up. Pat, can you do me a favor? Can you put my clothes in the dry? Please, thank you. But I'm just saying. Nah, I would have been ticked off if he threw my phone. Oh, I understand the girl being mad. Let's be clear. Two things can be true at the same time now. Now, I understand why she's mad. I definitely understand why she's mad. And I'm not saying that he was right. I said I understand. Stand. 
why. That's it. I understand why. Justice for the phone. <laughs> Y'all said, I'm not mad. Hold on. Yeah, and she got her damn phone back. She all right. I'm not mad at Chris Brown, but he wrong. He could have sent her back and grabbed another girl. He could have, but he probably was just, he probably was a little embarrassed too. Like, damn, I'm giving you my best Chris Brown and you all up on your phone. He probably was a little embarrassed. Again, I ain't saying he was right. I'm just saying I understand why he did it. Why they hiding your life? I don't know. Folks need to live in the moment. Right. Start living in the moment. People like, and that goes for all of us, myself included. There are times when I have to catch myself and I have to like make myself put my phone down and engage. We get so caught up in it. And again, she was probably filming, and I get that. She was probably filming it. But live in the moment. Listen, that video is going to be on every Snapchat, Instagram. Like You're going to be able to find the footage. I'm sure your friends were in the audience taking video footage of it. Like, you would have been all right, girl. Live in the moment. You paid a lot of money for them Chris Brown tickets. If, for you to be close enough for him to pick you out of the crowd, you paid a lot of money for them tickets. Hey, really, B, can you add a discussion about Deion Sanders having a meeting with... Okay. Um, I don't really have no thoughts, but I think about it and see if I have a thought. I, I don't really have none, but I think about it because I, I really don't have no thoughts on it. I, I don't. I feel like, see, now I'm going to say something. I feel like if you wanted to keep the HBCU culture, you should have stayed at the HBCU. But, okay. Um, <laughs> I, that's really, I think that's really the only thought I have. Like, if, yeah. if you enjoyed the HBCU culture, you should have stayed at the HBCU. I I'm more upset about what he said about how he recruits his players than I am about him telling the band that they need to get blacker because that's basically what he said basically he said yeah i know i came to white ass colorado but i want y'all to be black I, that's, that's basically what he said i i don't know else how to read through that but you know but i'm more um but i'm more upset at him talking about he want his quarterbacks to come from a two-parent household and this this and this but it's okay if his office if his offensive linemen come from a broken home i'm like nigga what oh excuse me maybe All right, come back to the light, Caroline. Come back to the light. So you was about to make me go left. Conversations and libations, you was about to make me go left. Okay. Um. All right. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get back to this child. We got a little black girl magic going on. We got a little black girl magic. We have Angela Bassett and Quinta Brunson being included in Times 2023 Women of the Year. So she... Shout out to Quinta Brunson and Angela Bassett um, for being in, included on Times um, 2023 Women of the Year. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, and I... You know, shut up. 
Did he come from a two-parent home? I don't think he did. But don't quote me on that because I really don't know. Because I don't know enough about I, I I've never I, I don't know. I don't know enough about his about his story. So don't quote me on that. But I think he did. I don't think he did. But don't quote me on that because I can't say for certain that he didn't. All right. All right. Now this is a story that y'all might not be might not care about, may not be following, may not know a lot about, and that's okay. But have y'all y'all been keeping up with um he didn't okay, Southern Southern Diva says she did, he didn't. All right, so y'all remember Honey Boo Boo? Um, Honey Boo Boo, the little girl that gained fame with her mama, uh, Mama Jewel. She used to do the child pageants, but she was like heavy set, but she had like this really like over the top personalities, great for a reality show. So she was on the, what was it, Tiny Tierra's, the, the kitty, whatever the show was. And then she got her spinoffs and, and whatever. Um, her real name is Alana Thompson. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Alana... <clears throat> has kind of been doing the reality TV thing. Her mom got strung out on drugs. And I used to actually watch Honey Boo Boo for a little while, but then it just got to be a lot. It just got to be too much. And I was like, okay, y'all doing too much. And I just, it's on Wee TV. So y'all know Wee TV be overproducing shit. So it just got to be a little bit too much. Toddlers and tears. Thank you, Cajun. Yes, I'm embarrassed to admit I still watch Mama June and Honey Boo Boo show on VTV. I did up until last season. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Up until last season, because I felt like last season was just was way produced. Um, I mean, it was always produced, but I just felt like because there, Mama June is not a Mama June is not a good actress. Alana is a good actress. Mama June and um, Pumpkin are not good actresses. Okay, so when they have when they have their scenes, it just comes off so fake. It comes off so fake. Mama, Alana's going to stay with me. And then here go Mama June. She's my daughter. You can't just take her from me. I'm like, are y'all really reading a script? <laughs> like, are y'all really reading a script? Anyway, so Alana made national headlines again last year when, uh, one, she was talking about getting a weight loss procedure. And a lot of people were having issues because she was only 16 at the time that she would do something on that level. Um, people had a lot to say, but also because she started dating an older guy. Now he happens to be black. I'm sure that has something to do with it too. 
but he was, I think, 20 or something like that, 20 or 21. So they made a big deal about how old her boyfriend was. Well, he was 20. Well, today, let me tell y'all what had happened down to the TMZ. Let me tell y'all what had happened. I was done with the family when I witnessed how they make Sketty. Oh, I don't even know if I saw that episode. He's Xavier. The boy is not uh, Xavier. You are so extreme. He's not a predator. He's not fifty years old dating a sixteen-year-old. He's he's twenty dating a sixteen-year-old. That is four years. That does not make a predator. I'm sorry. I'm not going down that road with y'all. Now, should a twenty-year-old be dating a sixteen-year-old? Probably not. But that does not make him a predator. I'm not going down that road. Anyway, let me tell y'all what happened, child. The boyfriend of Alana Thompson, a.k.a. Honey Boo Boo, has been arrested for DUI following a police chase with Alana riding in the car. 21-year-old Darylin Carswell was cuffed Tuesday in Monroe County, according to police, who says that 17-year-old Alana was in the car with him when the tags on his Dodge Charger were run by the police, which showed that the owner of the vehicle had outstanding warrants. So, sir, you were driving drunk and had warrants on a Dodge Charger in the in, in the country with a white girl in the passenger seat. Boy, you was asking to get arrested. Anyway, Monroe County Lieutenant John Thompson says an officer then attempted to do a traffic stop on Darylin, but instead he led the police on a chase that went on for three miles, ending in a pit maneuver spinning the car out. Officers say they found marijuana, and Darylin, Dar- Dr- Draylin, whatever the boy name is, was arrested for a DUI and fleeing from the cops, as well as outstanding warrants outside of Wilkinson County. Another passenger, Jillian and Divin Williams, were, D- Jillian Malik and Divin Williams, were also arrested for outstanding warrants. Alana reportedly wasn't taken into custody and was later picked up by her sister, Pumpkin. First, um, as we reported, Alana and Draylin were going to have weight loss procedures together last year, something Mama June told us she did not approve of. Um, well, I guess they didn't have it because they said they were said they were going to have it, so it's not like they didn't actually have it. But this is what I want to know. And y'all know I don't be making everything about race around here, okay? But in this situation, if the driver of the car... If the driver of the car has warrants, is driving drunk, and y'all found marijuana in the car, and the other two passengers out of the three passengers in the car also have warrants, why Alana was the only one that wasn't arrested? Now, again, she didn't have warrants, and I guess she wasn't drunk, but you found marijuana in the car. Why all of them wasn't detained? Why, why y'all take her back to her sister? Not saying I wanted the girl to get arrested. I'm just saying I just found that interesting. Y'all don't find that interesting? Am I tripping? Am I tripping? But moving on. Moving on. Alexa played Camille Nair. They see me rolling. They hating. <laughs> Trying to catch me riding dirty. Because I just feel like at the very least, and I at the very least, I feel like all of them 
Now, I understand her maybe being taken to back to the police station and then her being released. But I just feel like at the very least, she should have been detained. But is that me tripping? Okay. Tracy, I saw you the first time. You're just going to keep writing that in the chat. <laughs> she got the right complexion for the protection. Yeah. I just found that to be interesting. Anyway... Um, I, like I said, I know a lot of y'all probably don't be following Honey Boo Boo, so I just threw that out there, child. I like Honey Boo Boo. I just threw that out there. Um, but again, she's 16 she's or 17 now. She's young. She's been through a lot. She's lived her life basically. Um, she's been through a lot. She's basically grew up on TV. Um, and her family was, was basically exploited. I, I mean, let's be clear. They... And before Mama June got strung out, Mama June was doing the damn thing. Mama June, remember she used to do her couponing? So she really wasn't even spending a lot of the money that she was making on the show. She was couponing. She was one of them people that, like, had a garage full of, like, toilet paper, paper towels, soap, laundry detergent. Like, she was cute. She was a coupon. And, you know, she never, you know, she didn't have to buy, like, spend a lot of money on that kind of stuff. She had bought them this nice house in the suburbs outside of Atlanta. Um, you know, of course she was doing the show, like she was doing really well. And then child, she got strung out. Them drugs got to her, honey. She lost, she, child, she went, Ooh, she went down bad. She went down bad. Ooh, she went down bad. Anyway, now Shaka Khan is out here acting like grandma at the cookout. Now, listen, let me say this. Let me say this. Now, Shaka Khan made headlines today, because oh, yesterday, because Shaka Khan said some not-so-nice things about Mary J. Blige and Mariah Carey and things like that. First of all, I don't know if y'all don't know nothing about Shaka Khan, but first of all, Shaka Khan is not... Shaka Khan is quick to cut a bitch, okay? And I mean with her words. I don't mean physically. I mean with her words. She is quick. She is quick to... She's quick to throw it out there. She's quick to throw it out there. She does it all the time. She don't have no cut cards. She doesn't. She doesn't hold her tongue. Whatever she's thinking, it come right on out her mouth. That is how Shaka Khan is. Shaka Khan is always throwing stuff out there. Okay, she's not a nice person, and she's grandma. You know how to, you know how grandma can say whatever she want to say. Who gonna check grandma? Who gonna check grandma? I told y'all what my grandmama used to say to me all the time, and I love to the death. Listen, I miss it to this day. Wish I could talk to her right now. But my grandmama used to always tell me, oh, you used to have such a cute figure. Girl, be at the cookout, and she see my plate, and she be like, you know, you just take the skin off that chicken. It would make a big difference. You don't want no salad? Did I put salad on my plate? I'll be like, Grandma, um, I asked. So Shaka Khan made some comments. I'm, let me let y'all hear her. Because I was, I'm listening. I ain't mad at Shaka. Because like I said, I feel like Shaka one of them people that just listen. What you going to say? She Grandma. You can't, can't nobody get mad at Grandma. Grandma get to say whatever grandma want to say. She the matriarch of the family. 
Shaka been doing this since the 70s, okay? Shaka was with Rufus. Rufus was beating her ass like Ike Turner was beating on Tina. But we don't talk about Rufus like that. Uh, Ike and Tina got a whole movie. We ain't heard about Shaka Khan. Did we know Shaka Khan been dealing with substance abuse? But the girl is a, the one, excuse me, she's not a girl. The woman is a beautiful songwriter and singer. If she want to talk about Mary J. Blige sounding flat, who going to check her? Child, we know that Shaka was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The verses was, listen, now, the verses, that was another conversation now. But I blame, I blame her management. No, but they should never let her get on the stage like that. I'm sorry. They should have never let that woman get on the stage. I blame her management. Whoever let her on the stage is who I blame for that. Whoever let her on the stage is who I blame for that. Okay. Now let's get into this. I'm going to let y'all hear what Shaka had to say now. I'm going to let y'all, if I can find this shit. Here it is right here. Now I'm going to let y'all hear what Shaka had to say. Okay. Thing, which was your ballad. I wrote it. You would call it the song Mary J. Blige fucked up. Is that true? Well, I, said, I didn't say that out in public. I might have said it to her. Okay, but so you did believe but she I fucked it up. I told Mary J. Blige she fucked it up. How'd she fuck it up? Number one, her vocals were flat. And I told her, I asked her, I said, what time did you, when did you, what time of day was it? A night. What were you doing when you decided to cover Sweet Thing? Where were you at when you covered it? Oh, girl, I've been up all, all late and I was at 8 o'clock in the morning, girl. She said, girl, you don't sing nothing at 8 o'clock in the motherfucking morning. Especially if you have to get up to sing it. If you'd have been up all night smoking crack or something, I don't know. It might have been a, different, a whole different thing. But you don't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to sing, girl. But she and I have that kind of relationship. We can talk. Oh, no. Yeah, you guys ended up recording together, right? Yeah, this was not we can something, talk. You didn't, you didn't, we can you didn't honestly tell talk, her. yes. You know, yeah. I love I love her. She loves me. We don't have a problem. Yeah. Now the press would love to make it a fucking problem. Listen, listen. Mary J. Blige said the woman told her this years ago. She said this she is. She said this is nothing new. So this is another clip. Number one. She should be as she fucking should be. Thank you. There's Jesse somewhere. Whitney oh. Houston too. Whitney oh. Houston too. Great. Okay, I quit. <laughs> oh, it's too much. Should I bring it down? She said I quit. 
She said, I quit. I quit. They put a deal ahead of me. I quit. <laughs> listen, why y'all? I don't understand why people be taking this shit. So listen, she she the auntie at the cookout that just don't have no cut cards. She is the drunk auntie in the corner at the cookout with the cigarette dangling, playing spades, cussing everybody out. That is her. I don't understand. I don't understand what the problem is. Shaka said, I quit. <laughs> I cannot. She said, I quit. Oh, damn. I know El Teddy was over there defending Mariah because y'all know how he feel about Mariah, child. Y'all know how he feel about Mariah. Who child? Oh God. I can't. I can't with these people. <laughs> oh God. Mm-mm. Child. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love it. That's the kind of shit that be cracking me up. But you know what I can appreciate, though? She said, listen, I told Mary J. Blige that she sounded a mess. And I asked her, girl, what was you doing? She said, I ain't saying nothing. The guy that I ain't already said. Exactly. Um, Marnie, she is the drunk auntie in the corner. She is the drunk auntie in the corner that is telling people that that is telling people off. Okay, look. All right, y'all. Now let's get to this. Let's let's get to these things. Okay. Okay. What time is it? Okay, hold on. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Child, that thing had me good and cracking up. Now, I woke up this morning to the Fool La La and the shenanigans down to Bravo World. Now, these last three stories are coming from the Bravo universe, okay? Now, I didn't caught these last three. I woke up this morning. I was late for work so I could give y'all a quick drop this morning. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm usually late for work every day. Don't tell my don't tell my principal that. But I'm late for work every day. But I need y'all to feel like I be working hard, okay? I work hard for y'all. I was late for work so I could bring y'all, uh, I could bring y'all this quick drop. Woke up this morning to Michael Darby suing Candace Bassett, D- Dillard Bassett for $2 million for defamation. Now, I'm going to let y'all hear. In case y'all didn't, in case in case y'all don't watch the show, or in case y'all missed it, I'm gonna let y'all hear 
what Candace has said about Michael Darby. I'm gonna let y'all hear it so that we can make it we can have a discussion about it. Okay, I'm gonna let y'all hear what Candace has said about Michael Darby. Now she said it on Real Housewives of Potomac. She said it earlier this season. Hold on, I have the clip right here somewhere. I can't never find this damn clip. Even when I write down where the clip is, I can't never find the clip. Hold on. It must be on the shade room. Hold on. Joe Button to go somewhere and sit down. Like, I, I really, really, really want Joe Button to go somewhere and sit down. Like, I really, really do. Damn it. Maybe it was on the neighborhood talk. Is she suing Rob and Giselle? Michael may need a job. Seems like he's making coin off the backs of black people. Hear this right now. All right, I'm gonna let y'all hear what she said. I've also heard that Chris has been in some other DMs that are not quite as innocuous and innocent Ashley, as mine. Ashley, your Just husband so you know, likes to leave you, do you, do you wanna, and do go you to a man named <laughs> house and suck his dick. Oh, I'm not joking. <laughs> Are you veering off the so, path? So let's not. Is this deflection? Because Chris ain't sucking no dick. Are you deflecting? No I'm sick to my stomach. We're sucking a We can't do that. No. I was not supposed to talk about this, this, this person. Um, but he says Michael Darby is a client of his. That's what your ass get. Because I was holding on to that. You wanted smoke. So... So on the show earlier this season, Ashley was telling Candace about how her husband was coming on to the people, um, yada, yada, yada. And um, Candace made, you heard what Candace said. Now, again, I ain't go to nobody's law school. Excuse me. I ain't go to nobody's law school. Got my degree from Law and Order University by way of Matlock College. Um... But I feel like we are pretty versed in what is defamation and what is not defamation. First of all, the first thing you would have to, one of the first, one of the things you have to show is malice and ill intent. If Candace is saying that she spoke with a male escort who said that Michael is one of his clients, that she had a reasonable reasonable belief that what she was saying was true. The other thing is, it's not like this isn't the first rumor about Michael being bisexual or gay, however you want to term it. This isn't the first rumor. These rumors have been going back to season one when Michael pinched, who he pinched um, Ray on the butt. Then there was a situation where he um, pinched or slapped the cameraman on the butt, remember he was sued for that, even though the charges were dropped, they filed criminal um, charges against him for that. Then it was the tabloid report 
that allegedly said that he was over in London with men having um sexual relations with men oh it was katie's boyfriend okay it was katie's boyfriend so if this came out of the clear blue sky if oh and let's not forget about the rumor where he allegedly said that he would give oral sex to juan let's not forget about that whole rumor so if this was something that came out of the clear blue sky if this was something that came out of nowhere and candace brought it up and this is the first time it was said i could even see where michael would be like upset but sir they've been talking about you and your sexuality since season one season one number two you have to show that you had a loss of income you have to show how what candace said has impacted you financially i don't know how it can because how do you differentiate between what candace said and all these other rumors that were out there how do you know that Let's say that you did lose clients. Let's say that you did lose business. How do we know that you didn't lose business because you're now divorcing your wife? Maybe people don't want to do business with a divorcee. Maybe people don't want to do business with a man who, you know, left his wife with two young children. We don't know why. Let's say you did have a loss of income. We don't know why it happened. Was it because of what Candace said or was it because of what your wife said? Was it because you cheated on your wife? Because let's be clear, you did admit to infidelity. Maybe people didn't want to do business with you because they don't want to do business with a cheater. So, I again, I ain't go to nobody's law school, but this does not sound like a winnable case. It sounds like he just wants Candace to shut the hell up. Now, in the article I read, it did say that he sent Candace a cease and desist. But I don't, I honestly don't see where else Candace has spoken on Michael other than that scene. Now, y'all, you in the chat, all the other people who watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, I don't see where Candace made a whole lot of overt, overtly negative statements about um, Candace. The person you should have sent that cease and desist to was Bravo so they wouldn't include that. Because what it sounds like happened was that Ashley told you what Candace said. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like Ashley told you what Candace said, and then you sent a cease and desist to Candace, but Bravo kept it in the show. So you sent the cease and desist to the wrong person if you were trying to keep that from it from coming on the show. The cease and desist should have went to Bravo because once Candace says it, she has no control over what Bravo edits in or takes out. That's, that's on Bravo. So if you really, really wanted it to be out the show, then that's who you should have went to. She made the statement to the producer and the cameraman. No, she made the statement in front of everybody at the table. She said it at the table, and then in her confessional, she gave clarity on it. But I'm saying if Michael didn't want it on the show, then the person he's supposed to send the cease and desist to ain't Candace. She didn't already said it. It's to Bravo. So that they don't put it on the show. This season, the first time Candace said something was to production after Nick lied on Chris. Then she responded to Ashley. So she said something to production first. Then she said it in front at the group. And then she said it in her confessional. Lord Jesus. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. But I still feel like once Candace, if you sent Candace the cease and desist after she said it, you you sending a cease and desist to the wrong person if you're trying to stop it from coming on the show. 
when Giselle was telling her about her husband. Okay, rewind. So you talk about the first, the second episode or the first episode when they were at the, the dance studio? That's what you're talking about? But I feel like that's the last time Candace said anything about Michael. I mean, again, I can't keep up. But I still don't feel like Michael got a case. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't crazy about the stuff that, um, okay, so it was in that first episode. Okay, so Candace said, because I do remember Candace saying something about Michael ass grabbing. When she, okay, I know what y'all talking about now. When she got mad at Giselle and she was talking to the producer, she was like, if you got a problem, then you come after Michael. Michael is the one, da 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 Got it. Okay. I got y'all. I got y'all now. Okay. Now I'm with you. Now I'm with you. So if if Michael sent Candace the cease and desist after that scene that they filmed, let's say Ashley went home and told Michael what, what Candace said, right? So if Michael sent her a cease and desist, then, then what y'all are saying is when they went to the winery... She wasn't supposed to say what well, what I'm in my mind, the way my mind is click, 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 clicking. Got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm with you. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. But I still don't think he got a case, though, for all the reasons I already stated. I st- and again, I ain't go to nobody's law school, so far be it for me. Maybe it's some, some nuance of the case that I'm not picking up, you know, what they putting down. But I still don't think he got a case. Mm-mm. Still don't think you got a case. But I got y'all now. I, I'm I'm remembering the timeline now. I'm remembering it now. Child, woo, y'all got me. Shoot, I had to go back three months to remember that. Shit, we on episode, we on part two of the reunion, and it was what, 13, 14 episodes in the season, child. Y'all want me to go back a long way, my brain. Child, that was last year. <laughs> child, that was 2022. <laughs> The statement has to be published before he can file suit. So it had to come out in the show prior to him sending anything to Bravo. So it would have been out. Oh, I got it. Okay. See, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Okay. So until it's published. So, so Ashley coming home saying, Hey babe, Candace said da 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 about you wasn't enough. It had to actually be on the show. Got you. Now I'm with you. Now I'm with y'all. Okay. I'm with y'all. I'm with you now. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. I still don't think he has... Okay, and Dora told me he still ain't got no case. It's a shot across the bow. I agree. I agree. I do. I agree that's a... That's a shut the hell up. You know, that's a... You know, and let's be clear. Michael probably keeps attorneys on retainer. It ain't cost him nothing that he don't always... That he don't probably already give them per month. He said, send out the... Send this paperwork. But I agree. I don't think it's going... It ain't going to do nothing. I just don't feel like... He, he has a case. But that's my opinion. Again, I don't have nobody's law degree. Okay. That's my opinion. But it is interesting. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Endorse Mom. I appreciate you. Because y'all know I don't want to be wrong. Because people be leaving it in my comments, child. They'll tell me in the comments why I didn't sit up. They're like, really, B, you was wrong. And I'd be like, damn, okay, tell, tell me what I did wrong. Shout out to the 113 people in the chat. I know it's a lot going on. People probably watching verdict coverage and, and people is live and there's all kinds of stuff going on. So for y'all, I appreciate that y'all are here. If you could just do me a quick favor and hit that like button. Listen, 
It is a free way to support the channel. Y'all know I'll be over here begging, although I do accept donations. But <laughs> but you can um just um hit that like button and I appreciate you much I, I i do i do i do i do and if you're not subscribed to the channel if you up there in the bushes and you found me somewhere along the way go on and hit that subscribe button child it's free it is free 99 it is free 99 and that oh my god tracy i love you so much because i was just getting ready to say and listen if you are already subscribed to really btv um and or l teddy y'all come over to the teacher project 2.0 and check us out okay uh oh why is not coming up on the screen Oh, there you go. Ooh, what's going on? Y'all come on up over to the um, Teacher Project 2.0. We talk about um, issues as that affect the education system as it relates to children of color and children who are part of the LGBTQ community. We have great conversations over there. We let y'all know what's going on, keep uh, keeping on top of these trends, um, this legislation, these laws that's going to affect your children, especially in the states. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, you know, the Virginias, the the Floridas, the Texases of the world, okay? So y'all come on over and subscribe to the Teacher Project. We're trying to get our channel to 1,000 subscribers. We are at 480. We do have a community wall, so we're going to start posting stuff on the community wall, okay? But y'all come on over there and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. I'm y'all channel over there. Your students are hilarious, child. They are a mess. You just subscribed. Thank you, Karay. Thank you. Girl, Pam going live because Detroit done sued Marvin. Oh, I'm going over there. When I get over here, I'm definitely going over there. I'm definitely going over there. I had to study common law for my communication degree. Well, I appreciate it. Listen, we that's why this is a meeting, y'all. That's why we call it the tribe meeting. Because I give, I appreciate all y'all giving me the information that I need. I appreciate y'all telling me these things, okay? Because I don't want to be out here sounding crazy. But thank you, boo. Thank you for the people who said that they're subscribing. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all meet us over there. All right. So, Drew, so let me go over here to um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come we're gonna put the car back in reverse and go over to the Real Housewives of Potomac. But let's go back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, okay? The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Drew. Now, yesterday we yesterday the story was that Drew Sador and her husband are divorcing. They were officially separated last Thursday. The first report was that he ran down to the courthouse and filed for um, divorce. But then we found out that she actually got there an hour before him, child, and she filed for divorce first. 
Now, she has since added an amendment to her divorce petition, which is listing all the things and all the reasons why she is divorcing this man. She, They both said that it is irreconcilable, that there is no chance in hell that they are reconciling, that they will be getting back together. It's the Taylor Swift song, we are never, ever, ever, ever getting back together, okay? But she told us a little bit. Now, I don't think any of this surprised us that we found out about him. First of all, she said that he is a chronic cheater, okay? Pathological, I think is the word she used. She said that his cheating got to be so bad that it got to the point where his paramours, is the word she used, were even um, that he was flaunting it in her face and that her paramours were even teasing her and, and making fun of her and flaunting the affair in her face, sending her screenshots and, you know, getting in her DMs and things of that nature. She said, um, somebody said she was a track star. She, she's a runner. She's a track star. She was like, y'all saw me down to the Jamaica showing y'all that I was a track star, even though I pulled my Achilles and hurt my leg. But um. She said that he was verbally and physically abusive. And she gave the example of one time they were arguing and he went to grab the phone out of her hand, forced and in the process of the struggle, she fell down and she hurt herself. Now, I'm sure that she has juicier stories. Her attorneys probably told her to save it. Just give him a little taste. Give him a little taste. Um, because that one, eh, although I'm sure you probably have some more some juicier stories. Um, but she said that he stole, he, he, he snatched the phone out of her hand saying, I pay for the phone. I pay the phone bill. So the phone belongs to me. And again, she said that in that argument, when he snatched the phone, it caused her to fall down and injure herself. She also said that Ralph withdrew a large amount of money out of her account. Without permission. Who knew that Drew had a large amount of money in her account? I mean, that was shady, but in my line. Who knew that Drew had a large amount of money in her account to withdraw? I'm just saying. Who knew? Anyway, child. So he pulled a Brandy Monica, it all belongs to me, child. Sure did. Listen. I don't know nothing about divorce laws because the divorce laws vary from state to state. Sometimes people get married in one state, but they live in another state. All kinds of stuff, child. All kinds of stuff. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know anything about who's going to get what. I don't know if there's prenup post nub in the nub that was about to come out wrong i don't know nothing about it so all i'm gonna say is we just gonna see how it plays out but again and y'all you'll understand this from a reviewer's perspective and if um um it's two new two nerds in the podcast still in here um from the point of view of a reviewer i'm curious to find out what we're going to see during the season I'm curious to see what they filmed during the season as it relates to Drew and um, Drew and um, Whistleface's relationship. I'm curious to see what happened during the season because 
did we see this happening during the season or did they hide it from the cameras? Did they show us this? Oh, we're working things out. Oh, we're doing so great. Da 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 da. Um, or did we? Did they give it to us and we weren't? You know, what you can be sure to see, and I will be shocked. I will be absolutely shocked if we don't see this. But what you can be sure to see is pickup scenes spliced into the season. And what I mean by pickup scenes is on Tuesday when. The story broke, or yesterday, whenever the story broke, when when the when they were having a photo shoot for the season, you know how they they do their their pictures, their photos for the season. They were at a photo shoot when the when the story broke, or when she filed the petition, whatever happened on Monday or Tuesday. I will be interested to see if the cameras got any of that. If they're going to show us, y'all know how they do on these shows. If they're going to show us scenes of the girls having a group chat or a group phone call, girl, did you see what happened? Oh my gosh, Drew filed for divorce. We need to call her. Has anybody talked to Drew? Have y'all checked up on Drew? Expect to see those types of scenes. Expect to see probably in the first season, I mean, in the first episode, kind of like what they did with the reunion for Real Housewives of Potomac, where they showed the clips from the shady pot, the, um, reasonably shady and then they kind of went back i would be i would expect to see um i i would expect to see that at the very beginning of the season and then we kind of and then they do the six weeks earth thing and then we go into the season but they're going to address it because they have enough time to edit stuff in they have enough time to film scenes they have enough time to splice it in so it's going to be addressed in this season it's gonna be addressed. Um, she better not take him back because she deserves better. You know, listen, I'm trying to see how I can get off my back pay for my ex-husband that he didn't pay. That was court order. Drew, get your money, girl. You better go and get it. You better get it. Hey, Lady of Virtue, what's up, my love? I say many abused women stay from fear and hid it from all. Let's just be happy she's removing herself and her kids out of it. Of course, we're happy if she was in a, a bad situation. I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody isn't happy for her. I'm just talking about the business side of it, which I know is a crass conversation to have. But she's on a reality show, and it is what it is. It's kind of the whole thing with Robin. Like I get it. You don't want to open your life up to the world when it's embarrassing, but you can't pick and choose. When you sign up for a reality show, that is what it is. You can't pick and choose. We can't pick and choose. Um. And that's why a lot of people say, hey, I wouldn't do a reality show because I ain't trying to. Now, Ralph's saying that Drew cheated. She may have. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. If you cheated on me and I cheated on you, fair exchange ain't no robbery. She might have cheated, and I ain't mad at her. What's up, Sharice? Hey, boo. I ain't mad at her. If she cheated on him, because I promise you he cheated first. Now, I don't know that to be a fact. That's just what I think. That's my opinion. She might, no, she may have cheated. But how many, sir, you was taking, you was just disappearing for weeks at a time. It wouldn't tell me where you were going, who you was with, and what you was doing while you was there. Okay. I'm just saying. Just saying. 
I'm sorry. Child, I'm just worried about the kids. I hope this isn't going to be ugly. I hope not to. Abusers normally gaslight and project into who they've abused. So, of course, he's saying that. And if you watch the show, you know he's a gaslighter. If you watched, excuse me, y'all. If you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, he's a gaslighter. That's exactly what he does. He's a manipulator and he is a gaslighter. So, child. But anyway, so that's the update on that, child. I'm sure that's going to take a... I'm sure we're going to get a whole lot from that. Now, let's go on back over to Potomac. Let's go on back over to Potomac. Child, yesterday we was live and we was going back and forth between what Peter said and what G said. Now, last night, Peter did... He went live one last time last night and basically said, I'm looking forward to seeing this video that Mia allegedly has of me... And Wendy or Sefo getting it in, and ain't nothing happened between us. So good luck producing a video, right? So Mia has some things to say today. Let's read. Let's read what Wendy had. I mean, what Mia had to say, child. Wendy has some things to say, honey. Let's get into it. Oh, child. Mia said. First, I am sorry for repeating what I heard without discussing the alleged with the person directly. I have so much love for my family and friends. It pains me to know that I caused so much off-camera drama. Brotherhood is bond. While G needs more time to process, I want to publicly apologize for spreading a rumor. It's rude and not very nice of me. Then she says, second, I want to apologize publicly to my bestie, my sister, my ace. I'm sorry I was not able to give you the emotional support you needed while embarking on a new chapter of life. I'm sorry I was nasty and rude and didn't find more patience. I know we may never be okay, but I know I want the world for you. Hold on, because it's one more that I got to read, y'all, child. It's one more I got to read, y'all, child. Oh, watch out. Hold on, child. Okay, hold on. Last but not least, my G, how did I get so lucky to have a man like you? Thank you for loving me unconditionally, standing by me and showing me unwavering love. I'm on a spiritual healing journey. I'm not perfect. I'm deeply wounded. Although I can't deny that God has truly blessed me, my family and my friends, I may fall short at times, but I'm a woman, I'm woman enough 
to take accountability for my actions. Peace and blessings. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Y'all confused as hell. Now, yesterday... Y'all was doubling down. You was posting videos. You was like, I'm not a liar. Don't call me a liar. I have the receipts. Don't make me do this. And you and Peter was going toe-to-toe. You got G out here dropping videos, telling all of Peter's business. Now you come back today and say, my bad. I shouldn't have repeated a rumor that I heard. Ma'am, you said you saw the video. You weren't repeating a rumor that you heard. You said that Peter showed you the video because the video was caught on camera down to the bar one. You said that on the reunion, ma'am. You didn't say, well, that's just what I heard. You didn't say word on the streets. You didn't say word on the curb was. You said, I saw the video. Then you tried to drop this video of Wendy and, and Peter eating some damn snapper and tried to make it seem like that's the video that you were alluding to. But Wendy was in her full clothes. There was nothing going on in that video that alluded to anything improper happening. Now, all of a sudden, you shouldn't have repeated a rumor, and you're so sorry, and brotherhood is bond, and I should have never got involved. Then you was talking about that you apologizing to Jackie and you know y'all might never be okay, but that's my ace, that's my bestie, that's my... Girl! I'm so confused. Y'all, I'm so, I, when I say I'm confused, I am so confused. Mia's a liar. Mia is a liar. You said she got that off of Peter's page. Child. From March of 2022. What, Sharice? See. Meanwhile, Wendy was down to Kamala Harris' house where all this drama is going on with me and Peter. I bet Jizzy and Robin really hate Wendy now. Where was their invite? Child.
Well, you know, contrary to the rumors that go out, Bravo allegedly, because I can't say it never, ever happens, but Bravo does not send out contracts until the season is officially over. And that means the reunion, everything. So there are no contracts, no, no contracts. Now they unofficially send stuff out. They do. They will unofficially let people know this and this and that and the other. But the women are not allowed to speak about whether they were, whether they got a contract or not until after the reunion. And again, they do send the contracts out. So let me reword what I said. They do send contracts out, but they're not, a, nobody speaks on it publicly until after the season is officially over, which includes the reunion. So once the reunion airs, then we'll know. But it sounds to, it sounds to me like Mia don't have no contract for next year. Because why are you doing all this apologizing? Sound to me like you're trying to save a job. Now, y'all know that the rumor was, word on the curb was, a couple of people didn't get no contracts yet. Mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Potomac needs a long break and a recast. This show has become about accusations and one-upping one another. The toxicity is too much and no longer entertaining to watch. Let me say something. And I know y'all y'all are going to hate me when I say this. And y'all know I love y'all anyway. Well, I'm just saying, conversations, it just sounds like she's, like, what? what's all this backpedaling and pussy popping in less than 24 hours? Hold on a second, y'all. I think she does because Peter said he spoke to G about, it. oh, you know what? That is true. That is true, Black Empress. That's true. So I take that back. I take that back. You're right. I forgot about that. I forgot that um, Peter said that. You're right. You're right. I take that back. But let me say this to y'all. And I know nobody, y'all don't like when I say this because people who don't live in this area don't understand what I'm saying. Y'all think it's the same everywhere. It's not. Let me tell y'all, for the people, for my DMs and people, Correa, if you're still in the chat, drop down for me, please. My DMV people who are still in the chat, drop down and let me know. Volvo, you're here. I know you were here earlier. Any of my DMV people, put a one in the chat or put DMV in the chat or something like that. And I, and, and, and really DC people. I need people who are really in DC. I don't need nobody that lives in Richmond and Baltimore. I need my DC people. Because this, it, it matters. What I'm getting right, and some of y'all have heard me say this before. Some of y'all have heard me say this before. Peter did say he lit it in the live and deleted that G called him to talk about how he, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's why I said, I take that back. Diamond Pearl, KFS. Okay. And I and I know y'all have been in here when I've said this before. So y'all y'all can either tell me I'm right or tell me I'm wrong. Here's the problem with Potomac. Cola. Thank you, boo. Here's the problem with Potomac. The reason why Potomac is so surface and the reason why you're only going to get so much in Potomac is because of the culture of this area. I said this with Ready to Love. I said this about a couple of other shows that are based here in D.C. Listen, there is there are there are a couple of elements among black folk here in D.C. Let me break down a few things. And again, some of y'all ain't going to like it. Some of y'all not going to agree. But for the people who live in the area, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. If you live in the area, tell me I'm wrong. Okay? Number one, 
in DC, you have a very old and very long history of a black elite middle class. You have a very long history of a black elite middle class. Okay? You have people from the South who migrated to DC, one, to go to Howard University, and two, for government jobs. Once upon a time, having a government job was about as elite as a black person could get, even if you were just a custodian. Even if you, and I shouldn't say just a custodian, but even if you were the custodian, even if you were in the secretary pool, even if you worked in the cafeteria, having a government job meant longevity, meant pretty decent wages, it meant insurance, it meant health benefits. There was a very long history of that, right? In the D.C. area, we have Howard University. We used to have D.C. Teachers College, which is a which was basically a black a black college. You have Bowie University, Morgan. You have a lot of HBCUs in this area where people would migrate and stay here, and they created the black that black middle class and that upper middle class. All right. So, first of all, you got a whole lot of people in this area. Look at Katie. Katie is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Katie, even though she came from a mixed family, but Katie came from that upper middle class, that black elite. The You want to talk about Jack and Jill. You want to talk about secret societies. You want to talk about the black, the, the black bourgeoisie of D.C.? That's what I'm talking about. The Gold Coast, right. People who came off the Gold Coast, which is a part of D.C. where the rich black folk lived, right? We're talking about the doctors, the, the, the lawyers, the dentists, the and, and even people who were like teachers and stuff, they were the middle class. They weren't the high up, but they were still middle class, right? So you have that element. And that's, that, goes, that goes back. So when you look at the Katie's of the world, that is what we're talking about with Katie. You saw how Katie's family really weren't cool with her doing the show, right? Then we have present day. You have a lot of people here who have top secret clearance. You have a lot of people here who work at the federal government on higher levels on the federal government. You have people here who work for politicians, who work in politics, and they can't do these types of shows. And if they can do it, if they can do it, they're very limited in what they can give you. They can't come on here acting a damn fool. They're going to lose. And you hear people say all the time, I ain't losing my good government job. That term comes from that mindset. It's that I ain't losing my good government job. So when you look at the Real Housewives of Potomac, let's go back to the original cast of the Real Housewives of Potomac. It's no mistake that all of those women were transplants for the exception of Katie. All of those women were transplants. Karen isn't from D.C. She's from Virginia, but she's from two, hours, two and a half hours away. She's not from D.C. Giselle is not from D.C. She went to school in Hampton, which is three hours away. Robin is not from D.C. She is from Baltimore, and she is from upper middle class family in Baltimore. She is from an upper middle class family in Baltimore, right? But she's not from D.C. Sharice, 
was not from DC. She became a part of DC, um, the DC um, social socialites because of her husband. She's not from DC. She's from New Jersey, I believe. Ashley from DC, but Ashley ain't from money. Ashley, well, she's from the DC area, but she's not from money. So I fast forward that to where we are right now. You're not going to get a lot of native Washingtonians that's going to give you the rah-rah. You're just not. So you're going to get a lot of surface. You're going to get a lot of the, the we're going to just throw around a bunch of accusations and see and 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 see what sticks. You know what I'm saying? Can you please explain that Baltimore is not considered DMV? Baltimore is not part of the, the no. Baltimore is a whole different world. Let me tell you something. I grew y'all know I was born and raised in DC. Born and raised in DC. Before I graduated from high school, I could probably I probably had been to Baltimore one time in my life, maybe. And that was to go to the harbor. I ain't go no further. And and if you know anything about this area, when you drive to DC, if you drive from DC to Baltimore, you get to the harbor before you really get to the city. You can go to Baltimore Harbor and never go into this and never really go into the city. I ain't listen. The closest I came to Baltimore was the wire. I ain't know nothing about Baltimore. I didn't hang out there. We didn't party that. Listen, DC got go go. Baltimore got house. DC, we have our own um, accent and our own slang words. Baltimore got whole different accent slang words. We don't even dress the same. When I went to college and I met, I, um, I made some friends from Baltimore. We didn't dress alike. We did not dress. Listen, Baltimore got a whole different style. What's up, peace, girl? I had a meet. I ended up getting into. I ended up having a meeting after work. That's why I didn't call you, girl. I was supposed to call you earlier. Used to go to Baltimore because of family. Baltimore and DC have two different football. Right, <laughs> right. They got two different football teams. <laughs> right. DMV is right. DMV is DC, Northern Virginia, which is right across the bridge. Alexandria, Arlington, literally right across the bridge. When they talk about the V part, they talk about Northern Virginia. That's where Ashley lives. Northern Virginia. And when they say the Maryland part, they talking about the suburbs. They talking about Upper Marlboro. I think as far out, we talking about as Montgomery County, child. We ain't talking about nothing past Montgomery County. I know that don't mean nothing to y'all people that don't live in the area, but they don't. We don't. We ain't talking about nothing past. I don't like the term DMV. The DMV just started. That's 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 new. When I was growing up, we didn't call no damn DMV. The DMV was with Department of Motor Vehicles. Whenever when I was growing up, if somebody said DMV, you they were talking about the Department of Motor Vehicles. I never. That term started after I was already grown. We didn't call it no DMV. Yeah, we ain't call it no damn DMV. This was it was it was new. That was a new term that happened. I think one of the radio stations started that, and people just picked it up. Cause that's new. That's some new. That's some new stuff right there. But yeah, y'all. I mean. And I know people hate it when I say that because they because I'm people like we got government jobs in our city too. We got this, we got that. Yeah, but it's a different history attached to it. It's a different history attached to it. And when you talk about the black bourgeoisie up here in DC, baby, it's a whole nother level. We're talking 
three and four generations of college students of college grads and stuff like that like it's a lot it's a lot to it it's a lot to it y'all so that's why when you know you're just not going to get a lot of rah-rah because people got too much to lose don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a turbo tax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. That's why the Real Housewives of D.C. didn't last that long. Them people wasn't going to get on um, Bravo and Act the Fool. They were... Lawyers and and co government contractors and all kinds of stuff. And again, people, if you have a government clearance, a top secret clearance, you know you can lose your top secret clearance for your credit score dropping. Much less down to the Bravo acting a fool. In entertainment town, government's job isn't like DC government. Yeah, I mean, child, and and also too, when we say government job here in DC, we could be talking about a, a city job, or we could talk be talking about a federal job. We could be talking about a DC government job or a federal government job. They was going to act like Karen season one. Yeah. DC has more high-level federal jobs than any other place in America. Want to get above a GS-13, go to DC. Exactly. Exactly, Cams. My grandmother, and I, I'm talking about my grandmother. My grandmother worked at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. She was a government, a federal worker her whole life. She worked at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. She made money. And I don't mean like, I'm saying she made the, the Bureau of Engraving and Printing is where they make the money and make the stamps. Like, she made the money. <laughs> My grandfather was a federal employee. He was a um, and he was also a, a vet. He was a federal employee. My my grandmother's sister, um, on her because my grandmother and her sister they were half, half sisters. So on their side of the family, they got judges, lawyers, all of that. My my grandmother's sister, my aunt, um, my aunt. I don't want to say her name. But she um, was on the board for the DC the DC lottery. She was gonna, but again, it wasn't. I mean, they, because they were born and raised in DC, and government workers, you know, you knew somebody that was in the government. They'd be like, "This was back in the day." They would be like, "Hand me, give me your information." All right, fill out this. Um, I forgot what the form used to be called. The old back in the day, the form you had to fill out for a federal uh, a government job. You fill out the form, they turn it in. Boom, you got a job. I remember when this show was given to us as it was about etiquette, I kind of missed that. Because that's where they were going with it. They were giving you that black bourgeoisie, you know, 
that's the love. That's the direction they was trying to go, child. But then they put Giselle on there. That's what it was called, the SF eighty six. Yeah, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. If this mean if if this means this is all Bravo can find, then I say let Real Housewives of Potomac go. Well, I think Bravo was on the right trail when I think this is my opinion. In my opinion, because I think Bravo put together a good cast when the show started. I think they put together a good cast. My opinion is they allowed Giselle to become executive producer. They when they allowed Giselle to be an unofficial executive producer, that's it. Yeah, back when you had to take the civil service exam. Yep. Yep. Many people in DC know a Tommy who can't discuss their job. Let me tell you something. My mama was my Tommy. My mom worked at um, she worked at Fort Meade. And my mother was a, a computer programmer when computers took up the whole room. When the when the computer was the room, and my mother and they said to do the little the little punch card thingies. I've never in all the years that my mother worked at Fort Meade, I was never able to go to my mother's job and go like to her desk. The closest I ever came to my mother's job was when my mother got a promotion and they had like a ceremony for her and the people that were being promoted. And we had, to, you know, we went there for her ceremony for her promotion and they gave us a tour of the building. And my mom said, we got the closest I came to my mom's office was, we had we could look through the window of the door and she say, Okay, you see that? You see through there? You see that door? Okay, behind that door is where my desk is. You lived it for me? Wow, you lived it for me. My mom worked it for me. Her whole career, my mom worked it for me. Um, and back then, you there wasn't even an exit off of the off of the for me is off of BW Parkway. BW Parkway takes you from DC to Baltimore. It's like a straight shot from D from DC to Baltimore. And there wasn't even an exit. The exit, I mean, there was an exit, but it wasn't named. Like you just needed, you just had to know that's what the exit was. Fort Me was so was so top secret. There wasn't even an exit off of BW Parkway that said Fort Me. You just had to know what the exit was. And when you came off the exit, there was a a guard station right there. And if you ain't had the right credentials, you wasn't getting on the property. Now, my dad worked for the federal government, but he worked in D.C. I went to my dad's job all the time, child. I was at my dad's job so much, they knew us. They'd be like, oh, here they come. Me and my sister, child, we was there all the time. <laughs> Matter of fact, my one of my first summer jobs was through my dad's, um, my where my dad used to work. Right, right. I looked through the window, through another window. And my mama said, my desk on the other side of that. <laughs> Are there any of the Potomac cats from Potomac? I may have missed that. I thought the rundown in, on DC. No. When the show first started, only one of them was actually living in Potomac. And that was Karen, I believe. I think Giselle was renting a house in Potomac. Sharice was living in Potomac. Sharice and Giselle were the only two living in Potomac. I mean, Sharice and Karen were the only two who actually lived in Potomac. And I think the house that Giselle rented that first season was in Potomac. I think. I think, I think, I think. But she was renting that house. But now, don't none of their asses live in Potomac except for Karen. 
I mean, Mia did last season, but, she, you know, she ain't there now. The most loss I've ever been was trying to get out of D.C., trying to get back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's funny because D.C., once you understand the layout of D.C., it's really not hard. But if you don't know the layout of D.C., then I get it. I understand. D.C., I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get off here. Y'all been on here an hour and a half, child. It's 123 people in the room. Please hit the like button. Appreciate you. It's a free way to support the channel. Um, D.C. is broken up into four quadrants, right? So you have Northeast. Uh, I mean, you have Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, and Southwest. The, the city is divided by, um, you have North Capitol Street, South Capitol Street. You have Rhode Island Avenue or Route 1. It divides the city. If you're driving down Rhode Island Avenue or Route 1 and you cross North Capitol Street, you have gone from Northeast to Northwest. If you, are, if you cross South Capitol Street, you've gone from Southeast to Southwest. DC runs the the streets run in alphabetical order and in numerical order, and the alphabetical order goes by syllable. So if you're looking for Apple Street, you're gonna pass Ace Street first because Ace is one syllable, Apple is two syllables, and then Alabaster will be three syllables. So if you're looking for Apple Street, you gotta go all all the way, you know what I'm saying? You got to get to the two-syllable words first. Because if you're still in the one-syllable words, you haven't made it to Apple Street. You you haven't passed it. I know it sounds confusing, but it's not. <laughs> and then D.C. has circles and squares, which that's a whole nother issue. You have Lafayette, you know, you got DuPont Circle, Lafayette Square. Yeah, it could be, it, it could absolutely be confusing if you don't know. Um, but I taught D.C. history. The only reason why I know all of this is because I taught D.C. history. Because growing up in D.C., I just know how to get places. I just know how to get there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Janae. What's up, Nene? If I recall, if you accidentally went down a government road, you had to get your car searched before you can make an exit. So many people get caught up that way. Yeah, if you go down the wrong street. Hey, watermelon sugar coming to the stage. Yeah, if you go down. I mean, but it's not too many of those in D.C. You gonna—it's more now than it used to be. Like now, you can't drive past the um the White House. That street that they have blocked off now—that used to be an open street. That was an open street until I think George Bush was president. I think that was an open street until George Bush. The, the buses used to run, the cars—you could drive right past the White House. But now they have it blocked off. You can't. So it's, there are a lot more government streets now post nine eleven. Pre-9-11, a lot of that stuff was, was open. But post-9-11, there are a lot more streets that are blocked off. The system is intriguing. It sounds like a lot, but it also seems smart. Well, you also have to remember that D.C. was never meant... There was never, the, D.C. was not built with the intention of people living here. It was supposed to be just a government city with government buildings, and that is it. And Lafayette... Um, Jean-Pierre Lafayette and, um, not John, I'm sorry, LaFont. LaFont, and, um, who originally was contracted to build the city, he was built, he designed, excuse me, designed the city to mirror France. If you've ever been to France, you know how many circles there are in France? Y'all ever been to France and you, all the circles that are in France? DC originally was designed after the layout in France with all of the circles and squares. 
And then, of course, LaFont got fired. Benjamin Banneker, a lot of people don't know that Benjamin Banneker took over after LaFont got fired. He don't really get the credit because, you know, he was a black man and everything. But he was the surveyor working with LaFont. And when LaFont got fired, he sort of took over. So, but the design of the city comes from France. The circles and stuff, that all of that comes from France. From France. And remember, D.C., there was people was never meant to live here. They wanted this to just be a government city because they never wanted anybody to feel like they have more power than anybody else because, oh, I live in D.C., the capital city. But um, you went to Banneker? Oh, wow, S.C.K., you went to Banneker. Oh, yeah. Okay, girl. Okay, I see you, girl. I see you. Um, I worked at um, Roosevelt for, for two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really, I've been to France twice, and now that you say it, I can see it all the circles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you come to DC and you don't get a if, if they give you an address and they don't say northeast, northwest, southeast, or southwest, you better ask because there is a street in every sector, there's gonna be a uh, uh, um. A Perry Street Northeast, a Perry Street Northwest, a Perry Street Southeast, a Perry Street Southwest. If you don't get a, uh, if you don't get that that quadrant, you're gonna have, you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> you're gonna be in trouble. All right, y'all. Right, I was thinking the same thing, Cola. Sck with the bandicoot. I mean, you smart girl. That means you smart. That's a magnet school child. Correction. D.C. and the Potomac River mirrors Egypt, the Nile River. Yes, Benjamin Banneker designed to finish the city. Correction. D.C. and the Potomac River mirrors Egypt. Huh? Huh? I don't understand what you mean by that. D.C. and the Potomac River mirrors Egypt and the Nile River. Yes, Benjamin Banneker designed and finished the city. I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying that it's not patterned after France, that it's patterned after Egypt? Is that what you're saying? Because I just want to make sure I understand what you're saying. France might be patterned after Egypt. And that's why D.C. might be patterned after that. But the original design of the city was was designed by LaFont, which was designed after France. Now, maybe France is designed after Egypt. If that's what I'm not sure if that's what you're saying. But I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Definitely 227 Grant Street without the northeast or southwest, you'll be driving a circle. Yeah, you'll be lost as hell if you don't know what part you're going to. And that's the first thing somebody's going to ask you, though. If you ask for directions, the first thing somebody's going to say is, what part? Northeast, southeast, southwest? They're going to ask you. Mm-hmm. And because Egypt is older than France, I could see that you would I could I could see what she what this person is saying. I, and, and I'm saying this person because I don't want to say your name wrong. Satra? I don't want to say your name wrong. I, that's what I'm trying to understand if that's what she's saying. Because I want to be, I want to make sure I understand what she's saying. Yes, DC pattern after Egypt and the Nile River. Check with your homeboy, Dr. Anthony Browder. I know Anthony Browder. I know the name. 
I don't know the person personally, but I know the name. Okay, I'll look it up. It's Satra. Okay, see, that's why I didn't want to say your name wrong. Satra, thank you. If you say you're from D.C., first question again, what part? Oh, yeah, definitely. You say from D.C., first thing somebody's going to say is what part? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay. Dr. Anthony Browder. I know the name. I do know that name. Um, I get up because I definitely want to know what you're talking about. Because um, I taught D.C. history. So, you know, if I gave all my babies the wrong information, I definitely want to know. Uh, did you hear Sonny Hobson's contract was not renewed or is that a lie? Whoopi too. Um, that's probably not true because they, this, um, the views season, let me say this. I can't say it's not true beyond the fact, but my understanding of the way the view does their contracts and stuff, it's like the season of a TV show. I don't think they will be negotiating in February for next, for next September. Remember, this, the view goes on hiatus for the whole summer, and they come back in um, late August, early September. So they, the, the view pretty much follows the school schedule. If you pay attention to the view schedule, they follow the school schedule. They take off two weeks at Christmas, just like schools do. They take off a spring break. That's why I can't never get to the view, because every time I'm off, they're off. They take off the week um, for spring break, which is usually the same time that, that I'm out for spring break for work. They take all of the major holidays off. Any holiday, they take it off. When it, you see the view, it's usually a, pre, uh, a pre-taped show. And they take off for the summer. If you pay attention, the view is off almost the entire summer. So I'm not going to say that that's not true. Because I, I can't say for certain that's not true. But I don't think it's true because... I, I don't think that the they negotiate their contracts this early. Yeah, I don't think they, they negotiate their contracts this early. Yeah, okay. Marnie said she just looked it up. Sonny signed a three-year deal in August of 2022. Yeah, that didn't sound right. I mean, again, I can't, I, you know, I don't work at the view, so I can't say for certain, but like they follow like the school schedule. They so they they do their contract negotiations late, late. It will be later than this. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I think Whoopi has that job until Whoopi don't want that job. I, I don't, I mean, she's already put her foot in her mouth, you know, a few times over the years. If they was going to fire her, they had fired her last year when she made the, the comments that upset the Jewish community. Um, but I don't, I think Whoopi got that job as long as Whoopi want that job. And Sonny's put her foot in her mouth um, a few times over the years. You know? So I just think, I think if she want, I think she got that job until she don't want that job. Whoopi signed a four-year deal in September. Yeah, see, they ain't going nowhere. And you see how they both signed their deals in the summer? Yeah. 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 The view goes on, they go on vacation, child. They don't be there. If you're a teacher plus if you're a teacher, please contact Dr. Tony Browder. Hopefully, he still does tours of D.C. Um, I am a teacher. And like I said, I'll look it up. I don't teach D.C. history. I, I haven't taught D.C. history in years. Um, like, ooh, years. Uh, but I'll definitely look him up. Because, again, I, again, I want to I wanna know. I, I, I definitely want to know. I feel like... 
I'm gonna look it up. I'm definitely gonna look it up. I'm definitely gonna look it up. But I feel like I'm gonna look it up because I want to formulate what I'm saying. Um, but I'm definitely gonna look it up. And again, I know that name, and that's probably how I know the name, but I do know that name. I do know that name. Um, I have to agree. Once the ratings start dropping, as she continues to stay, then she'll get the boot. As of now, Whoopi ain't going nowhere. Chad, Whoopi ain't going nowhere. Whoopi got the schedule of those government workers. Yeah, Whoopi don't even work on Fridays. Mm-mm. If you ever see Whoopi there on a Friday, very, 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 very seldom will you see Whoopi there on a Friday. Very seldom. Uh, very seldom. And generally, if you see her on a Friday, it was still pre-taped. She just stayed for the taping. <laughs> Whoopi don't work. That's in her contract. Whoopi don't work on no Fridays. Mm-mm. That's in her contract, baby. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, Satra. I hope I said it right. Thank you. And like I said, I'm going to look it up. Matter of fact, y'all know me. Let me write it down. Y'all know I got to write down my note. But I know that name. I know because Browder is the name that sticks with me. I know that name. I know that name. But I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Whoopi tour on the weekend. Whoopi does a lot of stuff on the weekend. She does. She tours on the weekend. You know, when she's filming for other projects, she tries to do it. During that window time, yeah, Whoopi and y'all know Whoopi doesn't like to fly. She she will fly now. Before she wouldn't fly at all. She would just she would never fly. She will fly now, but she doesn't like to fly. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't know they'd be child. Y'all know I love the view. I've been watching the view since day one. Y'all know I love the view. But yeah, generally speaking, they they tape one. Um, if you see Whoopi there on a Friday, child, it it's either very important because I I even think I remember they had like Hillary Clinton or I think the last time Whoopi was there on a Friday is because they had somebody very important on the show. I want to say it was somebody like I think it was during campaign season, and I want to say it was like Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or somebody. It was somebody very like very very important. And it was during election season. And, that's, and I'm not saying that's the last time she was there on a Friday. That's the last time I remember her being there on a Friday. And I remember her even saying, you know this must be an important show if I'm here on a Friday. She said that. She said it at the beginning. She said, y'all know this must be an important show if I'm here on a Friday. <laughs> he wrote a book called The Browder Files. I probably read in college. I probably did read it somewhere along my life. The name, I know that name. I definitely know that name. But as soon as I get off of here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. As soon as I get off of here, I'm going to look him up, and I'm going to look up what she's talking about. Because, again, y'all know me. I'm First of all, I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. I, I, I don't profess to know everything at all. I do not profess to know everything, and I definitely want to read up on what she's talking about. Speaking of which, the next documentary that we're going to um, review, it is on Hulu. No, it's on Peacock. Hold on. Let me get y'all the name, and then we're going to get off of here for real, y'all. Um, hey, really be able to trying to watch earlier. My power went out. Oh, no. I hope y'all are safe. He's following the steps of Asia, Asia Hillard. I realize you're left-handed. Left-handed people use parts of their brain that are more do- dormant and right-handed people. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely left-handed. Um, the majority of our um, presidents were left-handed. I forget what the number is, but... I think something like 70-something percent of our presidents were left-handed. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama's left-handed. 
Yep, I'm a lefty. All right, it is, hold on, let me see. I'm going to get you guys the name of it. I think I told you this before, but I'm going to watch it this weekend. I probably won't get to it before the, the weekend, but I'm going to watch it this weekend. L-O, is it W? That's it right there, Lyles County. Okay, the next documentary that we're going to review is called Lyles County and the Road to Black Power. Louds County and the Road to Black Power. It is dealing with SNCC organizers in the 1960s. Louds County was considered to be one of the most racist places in the world. Um, it has my friend Judy uh, Richardson in it, who was a SNCC worker who I met that when I did that program at Duke that I told you guys about. Um, and it has Dr. Hassan Campbell, who's um, twin brothers to... Um, the Senate, I mean, the Congress, the, the, the minority leader, the first black minority leader, that's his twin brother. Um, he went to Morehouse. He's my Morehouse brother. And he wrote his dissertation on Lyles County that actually became a book. Hold on. Now, it's not going to be, it's, it's going to end up not being where I thought it was. Hold on. Sorry, y'all. This is, you say it's called Bloody Louds. That's how it's spelled. L-O-W-N-D-E-S, Louds County. Um, this is Dr. Hassan uh, Jeffrey's book. This was actually his dissertation when he got his PhD. He wrote his dissertation. So this book, you see how thick it is? This is actually his dissertation. Um, they did a documentary on it. It's on Peacock. So I'm going to watch it this weekend. We're going to talk about it next week. It is on Peacock. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, and actually, the class that I took at Duke, Dr. Jeffries was there, and he spoke about, you know, he spoke about his experience writing this book, the people he talked to, all of that. So um, y'all meet me back here next week. You don't have to read the book because you see it's thick. Just watch the documentary and join me back here. Lyles County. SNCC, Ella Baker, Fannie Lou Hamer, the Black Panther, Democratic Party, the Black Panther Party paid homage to Fannie and the Democratic. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. A lot of people, you see that Panther. You see, you see this Panther right here. A lot of people recognize that Panther from the Black Party, the Black Panther Party that Eldridge Cleaver and Huey P. Newton started. But it actually originated with 
exactly the Black um, Panther Democratic Party, which they tried to create their own branch of the Democratic Party. It's a whole thing with Fannie Lou Hamer. Child, the, the, the documentary probably gets into all of that, and I can probably explain it to y'all better. Um, but go look it up. Again, don't expect y'all to run out and read the book, but go look it up. Um, look up Fannie Lou Hamer. Watch the documentary, and we're going to come back here next week. We're going to talk about it. Again, I probably won't get a chance to watch it until this weekend. Probably I have something to do Saturday morning. Probably when I get home Saturday. I'll probably watch it Saturday afternoon. Okay? All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. I had to get out of here. Y'all done had me up here. I went almost two hours. Yeah, let me get out of here. Mm. Right. Minority House Leader Hassan Jeffries. Yep, that's his brother. They're twins. Hassan and um, Hakeem. Hassan, yep, they're twins. Yep, that's his brother. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And he's a cool, he's a real cool dude. And if you follow him on Twitter, I follow him on Twitter. He trolls the hell out of his brother. When I tell you he trolls his brother, in a, I mean, in a fun way. Like, you can tell that it's just, but he trolls the hell out of his brother. When his brother gave that damn, his acceptance speech, y'all, the way he clowned him, they, are, they remind me very much of, Chris Cuomo and his brother, the way they used to go back and forth, the banter they used to have. If you follow him on Twitter, he clowns his brother on Twitter. It is hilarious. And he's a professor at um, Ohio State, the Ohio State University, as he would tell us. All right, let me go, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. The name of the documentary is Louds County and the Road to Black Power. If you go to Peacock, go to Peacock and just type in L-O-W- It'll pop up because that's all I did just now. I just typed in L-O-W and it popped right up. If you have Peacock, go to Peacock and type in L-O-W. If you type in L-O-W, it pops right up. Thank you, Satra. Charge my head, not my heart. Thank you so much. And thank you for the information because I'm definitely going to look it up. And y'all know I'm going to bring it back to y'all. So thank you for the information. Thank you so much. Let me get out of here, y'all. Love y'all. I'm out. Thank you again for the microphone, um, Cams. Thank you so much, my love. For those of you who were not here, Cams bought me a new microphone, y'all. And this is actually the microphone I already had, but hopefully this one doesn't give me a problem. Thank you so much, boo. I appreciate y'all. Y'all love me so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I gotta go. Talk to y'all later. Peace.